Good morning and welcome to another episode of Coffee with Dr. Golding. Um, I am Goro Piet van Eden and with me is Dr. Craig Golding. And together we sit down, have coffee and explore integrative solutions to chronic challenges. Good. <laughs> um, so Craig, we've been focusing a lot on uh, cognitive decline and cognitive enhancement in the practice. And you were telling me about a book that you read. Yeah, look, I've, I've read a lot of books on, <laughs> on this topic. I mean, it's True. a huge, huge topic, cognitive decline. And uh, as you know, we've put together a lovely course on goldinginstitute.com on cognitive decline and all the the wonderful things you can do these days to reverse Alzheimer's um, using integrative uh, solutions or integrative health. Um, so that, that has been... Uh, a uh, very time-consuming uh, exercise to put that course together. But, yeah, I, I, I read a lovely book um, on neurotropics by David Toman called Head First and amongst many, many, many other books on this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I did the, the course with Dale Bredesen yeah. in the U.S. as well. Uh, he wrote a wonderful book, End of Alzheimer's. I mean, these are these are wonderful books to read. Um, but I think from a, from a neurotropic uh, perspective, the David Toman book is a is a nice one because it really gives you a very nice overview of the various uh, neurotropics that one that one can use. I suppose I should tell you what a, what a neurotropic is. Yes, please. <laughs> so we use a lot of nutraceuticals in in integrative medicine. These are highly concentrated herb and plant extracts, um, not just dried powder forms of it. It's highly concentrated nutrients that improve the functioning of the body. <clears throat> Usually uh, we only use best quality and high doses of these extracts. So neurotropics are really uh, nutraceuticals and supplements and nutrients that one can use to enhance the functioning of the brain uh, in, in uh, particular. So that's what the term neurotropics is. It's really the, the, the plant medicines and, neurotro- and uh, nutraceuticals that we can use to improve the functioning of the brain. Okay, so so a subsection then of nutraceuticals in essence. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. So, um, before we dive into those specifically, um, you know, memory decline is is often something that we see in aging, and um, I know we joke about it a lot. So when when I forget something, I I will immediately respond saying, "Oh yes, it's old age." Um, is it true? Is aging related to memory decline? Is it a natural progression? Well, it is. Um, you know, a lot of things happen with aging. Um, when we do our boot camp for the doctors and, and integrative health, we we normally start with the mechanisms of aging. So there's a lot of reasons we age. You know, for example, inflammation and oxidative stress and glycation, sugar binding to proteins and decreased hormones and decreasing mitochondrial function and increased stress. Mm. Um, so it's wear and tear on the body and a lot of uh, mechanisms of aging that that cause aging of the brain and rust of the brain through free radicals and oxidative stress. Mm. Um, so, so there's lots of reasons why the brain ages, um, as does as does the body. Um, we can see it in the skin quite easily with wrinkling and aging. Um, but the brain also, you know, is very susceptible to aging. And very often, the thing with aging of the brain is it's a it's a very slow process. So, for example, Alzheimer's dementia that everyone fears. 
um, takes decades to develop and you have warning signs long before you have full-blown Alzheimer's. And that's why I think it's such an important um, conversation because mm. uh, prevention is so important and you have warning signs long before um, Alzheimer's and you can do something about it. You know, you can prevent it and you can reverse it as yeah. long as it's not completely end stage Alzheimer's. It's very reversible. I mean, in your case, you often have memory lapses. So we've tried to fix that by getting metals out of your brain and yeah. doing supplements. And unfortunately, you remember things too well these days. So <laughs> it gets a bit annoying. It, it was quite interesting. I mean, the, the mercury amalgam removal, for example, I think is one of the most profound things that we've done. And, and I know we're going off topic now and we, we need to talk about heavy metals as well in a separate talk, but, um, within six months and, and doing the chelation, the, the, the hydros, vitamin C drips and those things, there has been an amazing turnaround in memory for me. Yeah, it's true. Metals are a big thing. You know, environmental toxicity is a, is a major problem. Um, you know, it's not just a pandemic we're living through, but we're living through um, a toxic planet that we've created. Our mm-hmm. land is full of metals and environmental pollutants and toxicants and pesticides on the veggies and all of these toxicants have an effect on the brain. Um, I like to call them dementogens because these toxins <laughs> cause dementia okay. and metals are, um, are one of the big causes. You know, in Alzheimer's, we have neurofibrillary tangles with aluminium plaque at the core. So aluminium, for example, is a huge cause, well, consequence really um, of brain toxicity. So Getting aluminium and mercury out of the brain is a huge thing. Getting mercury out of your mouth. Um, don't eat tuna, swordfish, shark. You know, these yeah. kind of fish have high mercury levels. Aluminium is in the environments, in our cookware. It's in underarm spray. It's uh, very high in vaccines, for example. So aluminium and mercury are major triggers for memory loss. Mm. And we check these levels and we get these metals out of people. Um, as part of the prevention and treatment uh, programs, not just about taking a, a bunch of supplements. And uh, that said, I just want to put in, uh, uh, let's say, parenthesis that it's 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 not a one pull fixes the problem kind of story. You know, yes. when it comes to your neurotropics and, and supplements, it's a, it's a lot of things one has to do to optimize brain function. It's not just one pull like the pharmaceutical approach where you have one Alzheimer pull and you can expect can expect results. You don't get results. That's why the pharmaceutical industry has failed dismally with Alzheimer's. So, um, yeah, metals are uh, important. Let's not make the whole talk about metals because mm. I think you wanted to talk about neurotropics. Definitely. Um, last week you mentioned you know, the, the leaking roof with, with the many holes. And, yeah, this is one of those holes that we need to, to fix. So, Neurotropics can be divided into groups, apparently. Um, I'm not sure about those. Can you please help with that? Yeah, as I said to you, I, mentioned, uh, I read David Thoman's book recently, and um, uh, it's a nice read if you're wanting to know more about neurotropics and supplements for the brain. Um, he classifies it in the aging brain into five groups, uh, free radicals, which we're all exposed to, you know, internally we produce free radicals as part of metabolism and mitochondrial function. Externally, we have free radical exposure from microwaves and TVs and EMF and 5G towers and all of these things. These are all free radicals which are very damaging to the to the brain. So a nice example, easy to, to understand, is when you cut open an apple and you leave it for a little bit, you'll see it goes sort of 
browny blacky color that's rusting of the apple, free radical damage. The same happens to the brain. So the first group of supplements uh, or nootropics is for the rusting of the brain or the free radical damage to the brain. Second group is the synapses. The synapses are the space between the nerves. So the nerves communicate through a synapse to the next nerve. Um, We've got billions of these nerves in our brain and neuron connections. And the synapse is very important because that's where the communication occurs. The neurotransmitters are released into the space um, and communication happens at the level of the synapse, the gap between the nerves. So there's things that you can do to improve the functioning of the synapse, which is very, very important to the aging brain. And then supplements specifically for dementia and Alzheimer dementia, that's the third group. And then for vascular dementia or blood flow to the brain, that's the fourth group because often our blood vessels age and become obstructed. Um, so we need to improve uh, the, the vascular function and the blood flow to the brain. And then the fifth group is the neurotransmitters. Um, these are the chemicals in the brain that help with mood and sleep and cognition and functioning of the brain. So it's important to have um, those, those neurotransmitters functioning optimally also. Those are the five big groups. So the free radical synapses, specifically for dementia supplements, specifically for vascular flow, and then the neurotransmitters. Okay, so I think that makes life a lot easier as a a practitioner to um, look at components from each of those groups when you approach your patient. So if somebody asks you what your, your favorite grouping would be um, for a patient or a, a person who, who wants to enhance their cognition, um, not necessarily a patient, what would your your top choices be in each of the, the categories? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of them. And, um, you know, one of one of the complaints that uh, that I get from 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 people, including myself and family and friends is that the the list becomes endless almost and it becomes very very costly. So so yeah, you do have to pick and choose unless you're wanting to do a full kind of breeders and recode program or uh, like our course, the cognitive decline course on Golden Institute. If you want to do everything, it becomes a costly exercise. So so you do get to choose your your favorites, but I can just mention a few that are that are very important for each group, um, and then. What what I like to do is is pick one or two from each group for the patient, depending on where their major problem is. You know, is it a hormone deficiency? Is it inflammation? Is it metal toxicity? Is it mold? Is it a detox problem? Um, so you identify the different problems. Is it loss of trophic support to the brain because of loss of hormones, for example? Um, so if you can identify the problems, then you can pick your, your nutraceuticals or neurotropics better. So um, we could speak for a week on the different supplements for the brain, but we uh, having a cup of coffee, not a not a week holiday. So true. Let's uh, let's just cover some of the major ones. So so I mentioned the five groups. So for free radicals and oxidative stress, some of my favorites are alpha lipoic acid. Um, this helps reduce brain damage even after a stroke. Mm. It helps with sugar metabolism. Uh, very important alpha lipoic. It also is a metal detoxifier. So one of my favorites for um, free radical damage is alpha lipoic. Coenzyme Q10 is another huge favorite of mine. Very important for mitochondrial function. Ubiquinol is the best form, but CoQ10, PQQ, these kinds of nutrients, very important for 
free radical damage to the brain. Mm-hmm. And then a few others, creatine, ginkgo biloba, N-acetylcysteine. NAC is a, is a powerful metal scavenger too, via elevated glutathione and pine bark extract or mm. picnagel. So those are my six favorites for, uh, for free radical damage. Um, and then if we can move to the next group, um, basically I said the synapses of the brain need to be supported as well. Yep. So the best way to support the synapses is to improve brain-derived neurotrophic factor. Now that's a big medical term. But uh, in medicine or functional integrative medicine, we use that term. It's called BDNF. Brain-derived neurotrophic factor helps the functioning of the synapses. And there we have a lot of nice things. Ashwagandha, things like berberine, artichoke extract, inositol, that's vitamin B8, magnesium, terastolbine, forskolin, uridine. Mm -hmm. So there's a bunch of these that... um, that can be used for, for synapse function and brain-derived neurotrophic factor. Yeah. The other thing that helps with brain-derived neurotrophic factor is hormone replenishment. Okay. So I like to uh, to to use hormone replacement as part of our strategy to mm. to deal with uh, with uh, cognitive decline as well. So uh, very important to to know that we have this BDNF. We also have something called nerve growth factor, which is NGF. That's another factor that's very important for synapse and nerve insulation. Um, there I have some nutrients of, that are big favorites of mine. Uh, lion's mane mushroom, we use that a lot. It's a mushroom that really improves cognition and functioning of the brain. We haven't always had that available. It is available now and it's one of my favorite supplements. I take it myself because I like to be sharp and have a good memory. It's important for my practice too. Mm. And then there's some others like ashwagandha and theanine. These help with nerve growth factors. So I like to get BDNF and NGF functioning well for synaptic function and nerve insulation. And then the third group I mentioned is really your dementia uh, uh, collection of, of nutraceuticals. There's a bunch of these. Um, we could literally speak a week just on that, but there's there's some that stand out. Resveratrol is one of my favorite. Yeah. Um, paracetam. We have paracetam as well. This is used around the world for brain injuries, dementia, Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. um, St. John's wort, turmeric or curcumin, powerful anti-inflammatory, very important for the brain. We also have hupazine. Um, and I studied uh, for my board exams in 2007. Uh, Hupazine was on the list and uh, I had to go and do a lot of reading. But these are all nutraceuticals, uh, even some of them almost pharmaceuticals uh, that help with cognition and, and Alzheimer's. Venpositine is another one of mine that I love a lot. Um, it is on prescription these days from the periwinkle plant. So venpositine helps Tremendously. So there's a bunch of, of nutraceuticals you can use for dementia per se. And the fourth group I mentioned was the, was the blood flow. Mm-hmm. So uh, as we grow older, blood flow to the brain is impaired. So we can improve blood flow with some nutrients like cat's claw, forskolin, ginkgo biloba is another one of my favorites that improves blood flow, uh, pine bark extracts, paracetam again, uh, resveratrol, vimpocetine, and niacin is another very important one. And B6 pyridoxin, B12. So the B complex vitamin is very important for um, blood flow to the brain as well. So those are very useful. Um, 
mentioning ginkgo there, another one, another nutraceutical that comes to mind that I was asked about in Asia when lecturing in KL is bacopa. Bacopa mm. is an Asian herb that, that's very useful for brain, for cognition. So um, when you're looking at, at memory enhancement supplements, bacopa and ginkgo and pasatine, these are all very well-known herbal natural medicines that improve uh, cognition and, and, uh, and memory. So I mentioned the vascular increased blood flow and then the neurotransmitter function. Uh-huh. Um, you, you know, that's another whole uh, topic on its own, really. You want to get optimum serotonin, dopamine, noradrenaline, GABA, um, brain chemical function. So there's a, there's a bunch of things you can do there. Um, DHEA is known as the youth hormone, very important for neurotransmitter function. L-DOPA is very important for dopamine. So in conventional medicine, L-DOPA blockers or antagonists um, are used for Parkinson's, but L-DO- that can actually cause increased oxidative stress to the brain. And the first group of nutraceuticals that I mentioned was to decrease free radical oxidative damage to the brain. So the best way to improve dopamine levels is with tyrosine and B vitamins. That helps build dopamine. The pharmaceuticals work a little bit for a little time for Parkinson's and then they stop working because they cause oxidative stress to the brain. So um, DHEA is a hormone I love to use for Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. It's a hormone of youth. It helps with neurotransmitter function. Um, and then we we can build each neurotransmitter as, as needed. So L-DOPA or dopamine can be built with tyrosine, B vitamins, omega-3, very important, DHA, omega-3, uh, very important for building dopamine. Theanine is another one, nutrient from green tea that helps with neurotransmitter functions. Calming to the brain, it, it lowers excitation and improves inhibition, so it's calming and reduces anxiety. It's kind of your natural... SSRI, if I can say that, together with 5-HTP, very important for serotonin and calming of the brain. I think that's one that's very undervalued at the moment. It is. You know, there's very little in natural and pharmaceutical medicine that lowers excitation to the brain. Um, So you have excitatory neurotransmitters and inhibitory. We have a lot of stuff that works on inhibitory in pharmaceutical and natural medicine, but very little that works on excitation. That's Racing thoughts, anxiety, stress, insomnia, theanine works wonderfully there. I I love it. Um, Another one is tyrosine I mentioned that's important for dopamine. Oat straw inhibits monoamine oxidase. There is a group of pharmaceuticals called monoamine oxidase inhibitors. Incredibly dangerous group of drugs. Should never be used with any other antidepressants or even natural medicines. But um, you can have a natural monoamine oxidase inhibitor known as oat straw. Phenylalanine I like to use a lot if there's low noradrenaline levels. Uh, this is an amino acid. So we can use amino acids and nutraceuticals to build your neurotransmitters. Mm-hmm. And also B complex vitamins, very important for mitochondrial function and the building of neurotransmitters, particularly B6 is involved as a cofactor for um building a lot of the neurotransmitters. So I don't want to get carried away with, with 30,000 different supplements, <laughs> but I thought we would classify them in those yeah. five groups and um, just that you that you learn the language, as it were, of neurotropics and nutraceuticals for the brain. You don't have to wait to get Alzheimer's and to take a pharmaceutical that doesn't work. 
I think it's it's important, yes, to to look at that specific category. Um, it is not only the the world of the um, biohackers. It is it is very much the the integrative world as well. Um, so yeah, thank you for that. Um, yeah, but I mean, uh, it's interesting you use the term biohacking there. I mean, biohacking is, is largely what we're doing with nootropics because we're stopping the aging of the brain because mm. we know the mechanisms of the aging and we can we can halt that process. We have many other things like uh, we, we're very fond of the transcranial infrared light mm. uh, and, and uh, mitochondrial medicine. This is all biohacking tools using light medicine to uh, improve the mitochondrial function. And we've seen dramatic results with transcranial infrared light. We actually have helmets now that we let people take home and then they, they give the infrared light at home. Um, tremendous effects for Parkinson's, motor neuron disease, Alzheimer dementia. Um, so really, I think the integrative medicine world is going to explode because of the epidemic of Alzheimer's and Parkinson's that we've seen, because mm. the, the conventional treatments just are not that effective. True that. I think um, the helmets are one of my favorite toys in the practice at the moment because of the effect and that it's so easy to use. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, cost is always an issue for mm -hmm. everyone. But if you look at the cost of Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, the, the cost of a helmet and transcranial light is uh, minuscule in comparison to what Alzheimer's is costing. It's costing millions and millions of dollars around the world, yeah. Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. And it's preventable and treatment, uh, treatable using integrated medicine. Hopefully the rest of the world will catch up on that soon. They've got a lot of catching up to do, I'm afraid. <laughs> okay, so my coffee is finished. Yes, mine too. Will you pour me another cup if you want another topic? I will do that Or we're we going to talk again on another day. We will talk on another day. Um, and I think an important thing, you, you mentioned something that's, that's beautiful. Um, the wear and tear of the brain. And I think maybe next week we will chat about the warning signs of Alzheimer's, um, the things that people can start looking out for, because it's such a subtle thing. And um, if we know what to look out for, we can we can catch it and treat it before it gets problematic. Yeah, it's true. The sooner you step in, the better. Why well, wait to be in an Alzheimer home, you know, before you try and address it. Excellent. So thank you. Nootropics have now started making sense. Um, I think there's a lot more reading up and, and studying to do in that. But the classification now puts it into a way that one can start understanding it. I agree. Cool. Thank you. Okay.